0: Welcome to the family with LA Nick and Andy Brand Bernard Catherine will be here eventually Aww. and uh, we got a couple of great guests coming up on the show today we'll get to it right after this with the family The first time <laughs> It's a little quiet. Isn't that what that is? Yes, yes. Yeah. Ever I saw your face. There she goes. What do you think of that action?
1: You know today's Ash Wednesday.
0: Is it? Today is Ash Wednesday, we forty six days South to Easter. Ah.
1: Forty. Forty, yeah, it's forty days. Forty days of Wednesday. Yeah. Forty, 40 also oh, yeah
2: everything in the bible has 40s not 46s yeah no
1: sixes (laughs) no (laughs) i suppose no sixes yeah i suppose that's true so are you giving something up for lent
0: yeah radio (laughs) god i was begging people today because you know zep came back to the show today and we're trying to get galfan to come in and do a feature every week and tuttle maybe come in and answer phones you know get a lot get the old band back together right
2: how is uh zep being back it was great.
0: It was really nice to have okay. Mick back in there, but uh, apparently somebody somebody posted on Facebook last night. I think they're bringing uh, Tony Lee and Zepp back so they can buy Tom's contract out. And I'm going on the air. I go, please, 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 please buy, really my buy contract out.
2: out, dear Jesus. Please buy it out. I'll sit it out and do nothing on this Ash Wednesday.
0: <laughs> do me a favor. God, that would be a godsend. Yeah, wouldn't it? Buying out your contract? My God, that's got to be one of the greatest things ever happened to anybody.
1: Yeah, especially since you just re-signed. Did they re-sign. give you a full price?
0: Well, they'd have to. Yeah, I just re-signed a guaranteed contract, so they have to pay mm-hmm. me all of it.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Honey, do something and i get fired. Come me? on. Me? What? what could yeah. I do? I don't know. That'd be annoying. <laughs> <laughs> She just gives me, <laughs> she just gives me a dirty look. So I was, I, I
1: didn't even know it was Ash Wednesday because you used to be able to walk around and you uh, see a lot of people with ash on their forehead.
0: Yep, but you yeah, don't see, anymore. you don't
1: see that anymore.
0: No, you don't. Well, in, not at in all. Philadelphia, well, you do.
1: in Philadelphia, you would, in New York City, you would. Yeah. You not do, here. but not, not here. Not in Minnesota. No, nope. I've seen it. No, anymore, I've honey.
2: seen it at the grocery store. Oh, well, apparently, they're in some countries with the coronavirus, they're not actually giving people the ash on their forehead they're just sprinkling it on them because they don't well, want to have any human contact yeah, I that's in, how bad this corona i talked is. to some
1: friends in italy yesterday and they're pretty worried about it it's there's 50,000 people in quarantine in milan which is not far from where oh, they are man um they can't find – the reason why in Italy is that people are worried because they can't find that person. They can't find the original source.
0: Most oh, other really? countries,
1: they know who they, – they found the per- person zero. But in Italy, they have mm-hmm. not found person zero.
0: Yeah, that's not good. They got to find person zero. There's no getting around it. Remember, they tried to claim that – that uh, what was his name? Guy – What the hell was his name? It's supposed to be patient zero of of the AIDS virus in uh, the Western Hemisphere. And they claimed it was a guy that worked for Air Canada named Guy something. I can't remember. But it turned out that somebody just made that up. That it wasn't even true. That's That's half
1: most of the things in the world today.
0: (laughs) Yeah, yeah, not even half. It's most. Most of the things out there are just completely psychotic. I just, I don't know what to tell you, but... um, I do have a big, big problem with uh, with Washington D.C. and Chuck Schumer taking uh, shots at the president about the coronavirus, saying we're not prepared. We are prepared. That's way out of line for you to be using people dying as a political tool.
2: They'll do anything to and get you, elected. You know, they really, this, anything. This has happened
1: a dozen times in the last twenty oh, years with different yep. viruses. This isn't the first or first go-around.
0: No. I just, I really wish they would stop with that stabbing each other right in the back. It's getting really old for me. I will tell you that. Well,
1: they I think sick.
2: the problem with this virus is, is that they don't know the origin. They still don't yep. know, and they have that, they have that lab right outside of Wuhan.
1: Yeah. Well, which makes one it a virus, little bit scary. It's the number one virus research center in the world.
0: Yeah, it's a bit of a so, coincidence. And a doctor
1: yeah. told him a, a doctor who worked there. Was the one of the first people to get it?
3: Mm-hmm.
1: So, God, two plus two, you know?
0: Yeah, that is. <laughs> what well, does that equal again? Two plus two? I forgot. I don't remember. Well,
2: they're they're still saying that they don't know the origin.
0: Well, that's China. They China, are, China but, says a lot of things. Yeah, yeah, they do. Yeah, that's true. That's true. That is very true. Coronavirus is now on six continents. So, what is it? Uh, you talk about the South Pole, or the the only Antarctica. Is that the only one that's not? Probably. I don't think there's much of it in Africa right now. No, there's not much in Africa. Uh, no,
1: nope. I think it is, but not a lot though.
2: No. Well, there's not a lot of it in the United States. No, Iran has
0: a lot of it. Yeah, they do.
2: Yeah, which is interesting. Iran's yeah.
0: got a lot of it. Italy's got a lot of it. I don't know what the hell that's all. Why is that? I don't Why know. Iran? Where I don't Chinese people India. go to vacation, I suppose. Chinese to people Iran? go to Iran? <laughs>
3: I don't know, maybe. <laughs> I don't know. They Apparently, don't like you, man, um, I wouldn't go there. <laughs> like according you know, to yeah. Melissa, a lot of, I uh, forget what it was, it was like Irish people
1: or something go to Turkey. So Well, they used to. And so a, a lot of Italians used to go to Turkey too, but not anymore.
0: Oh, well, oh, I didn't know they. that. So why don't they go anymore? Because they're treated poorly or something? Well, Turkey has changed, you
1: know. it's It's it's, uh, become more radical and it's not safe anymore to go there. My aunt used to go there. My My aunt actually married a Turkish man and my aunt lived in Turkey. And Because uh, the, 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 the Jewish Italian princesses, they can pass off as Turkish real easy. Mm-hmm.
0: That's true, yeah.
1: And uh, true. they go over there and they blend right in. But uh, you can't go. If they find out now that you're not Turkish, you're, you're done. You're not Muslim, you're done.
0: And, and what's the big problem? You have to be a Turkish Muslim, otherwise they hate you? Pretty much, Yeah. Would you explain to me why it is that because of your political beliefs or your religious beliefs, you have the right to destroy someone's life? Explain that to me.
1: Uh, you know, I said when, when this whole religion thing, I mean, religion war has been going on since the beginning of man, yeah. and I right, said, if right. you're willing to kill someone over religion, start with yourself. Yeah. Let's, just start with yourself, man. I mean, yeah, there you go. Hmm.
2: Well, that doesn't work for me. <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, <laughs> I suppose not. <laughs> but imagine it doesn't, uh, yeah, I'd have to agree with you. No, I won't do that. No, I, I just I, I don't understand. If you're so faithful in your religion or so faithful to your politics, how do you not know that nonviolence is the way to the way to go? How yeah. how do you not know that?
2: Right now there's a big problem in India. There's some sort of huge Problem oh, yeah, going it's, on, and every and each side, the Muslims are blaming the Hindus, Hindus yep, the Hindus, and the Hindus yeah. are blaming
1: the Muslims. Well, and it really it's are, like they're all fighting. Religious war is never going to end. No, no. Apparently not.
0: I don't explain to me how your God is better than mine.
2: Well, what we need, we need their everybody's every kind of religion, mm-hmm. their leaders to start talking about the peaceful aspects of religion.
0: Yeah, well, that's what it's because for.
2: Because to tell you the truth, I don't want, you know, if you want to recruit everybody to your religion, I don't really want to join a religion that is all about hate and violence. I would rather join a religion that's about peace, love, harmony, and all that you know, hippie stuff, right?
0: Hippie stuff for Catherine. Unless
2: you're a maniac. <laughs> well,
0: uh, you know, I, I, I talk about this once in a while, that when I was seven years old, I was in third grade, you know, because I started school early. And in third grade is when they start the, the confession and the communion and all that stuff in the Catholic Church. And I remember being seven years old going, nobody's going to burn in hell over th- lying. <laughs> I mean, come on.
2: It depends on how big the lie is.
0: Yeah, I suppose. Yeah, you're probably right. But even as a seven-year-old, went, well, that's that's not true. Come on. nobody, Nobody's that severe. Well,
2: and as a seven-year-old, you can't conceive of Satan. Se- telling a lie that's big enough to put you into hell. That's right. Hell. Well, that's
0: probably true. But yeah. I
2: mean, look at some of what these world leaders are doing. I yeah. hope they do end up in hell. You know,
0: it's that funny. was a tough
1: year for me. I went to a Catholic school my whole life, and the the school mm-hmm. I went to, they actually taught you both sides. They really, really did. Which Good. is very surprising. Back in that time, you know, I'm 55, so I went. I was what started grade school, and I don't know if I was born in 64, so whatever year you start, 70 70s. So yeah, 70s. So they they actually taught science, creation, and evolution, and they actually told you like everything in the Bible's pretty much, you know. You have to you have to think about what it's saying. It's all yeah. metaphor, yeah. Yeah, it's yeah. metaphors. You know, they taught you that, though. They didn't teach you it's fact. You know, you're going to go to hell if this happens.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So it's that's just pretty cool that they did that.
0: I yes. don't really understand why anyone would think that God would judge you based on your faith. I mean, either believe in God or you don't. I mean. What? I don't understand. So you think God's sitting up in heaven going, oh, you know, you're the Hindus and the Muslims. Uh, one of you's wrong. And you is know wrong. No, the, you're not. The, you know what the funny
1: part is, Tom? If you, if you read all the religious books like the Quran, the Bible, mm-hmm. they're all pretty close to the mm-hmm. same book.
0: <laughs> they are. They're pretty close to the same book. Well, the it's Abrahamic all like, this religions is all about... are all very, very similar because yeah, they're, yeah. All, they're all
3: descended from uh, Abraham, hence the name. So it's like, you know, where, when Abraham, uh, was he, the, he wasn't, what was, what did he do precisely?
0: I don't Abraham, even remember. He saw a burning bush, didn't he? Was That that was Abraham, wasn't that it? That
3: might have been Abraham. He was like the, that, the original prophet of God. So every, yeah, all right, of the religions, right. Judaism, Islam, Christianity, they all believe what he said. It's just the stuff that happened after that. That they don't agree. I
1: have a good friend named Steve Hunter. He knows every single person, like in this, in that realm. Like he knows their cousin who was who 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 moved really Y'all, he's I'm not kidding. Is he a master of divinity? He is a master. He is a he will tell you every single detail Mm. where they lived, when they lived there, when they moved, who they married, who their cousin was, why they went there. He's I've never heard anything like it. He's
0: really good. You know what my favorite thing in religion is? Between Jews and Muslims, you spell Sarah wrong. (laughs) Really? That's your big argument? Is it I add an H and you don't? That's your big religious argument?
2: It isn't the spelling. It's the family line.
0: Well, it's the same person.
2: Well, they're fighting about the family line. Oh, God. Or disagreeing, I should say. So is it Cain and Abel's
0: kids? Is that who's still fighting? Cain's fighting Abel's kids? Well, Abel died pretty young, so I don't think so. Yeah, he got killed by Cain, didn't he? Mm, Yes, he did. That's not a good thing when your own brother kills you. No. You know what I mean?
2: No, never a good thing.
0: I don't, like I said, it's nice if you believe in goodness, which is believing in God. Now that's, goodness is God. You being a prick to everybody because of what they believe is not goodness. So knock it off.
1: I don't understand why anybody would even care.
0: Exactly. They care what faith you are.
1: But then you have places that are completely brainwashed from birth. Yeah, that's like, true. You see some of this footage of, like, Iran, for example. They're taught a lot of weird stuff from birth. Yeah. Well, so are Catholics, and I grew up Catholic. Yeah, but so I mean, like, I love but I mean like, they hate certain groups, like the, the, the
0: yeah, anti-American,
1: yeah. the American Satan thing. They, they're taught that from right. birth, which is kind of weird.
0: Well, but that's because America succeeded, and they didn't, and they're jealous. And that's just that's all that is.
1: Well, you know, the, the, the coronavirus is really hurting them hard right now. Mm-hmm. Um, it is, yeah. Um, no, Iran, real, I yeah. just saw some footage from Iran. They're really yeah. hurt. Their dollar's dropping yeah, like a rock. Their money, mm-hmm. and their, their government is sick. Their, their, their pre, the, the head guys are all sick.
0: How about that French guy? How's he doing since the coronavirus uh, came out? Uh, lost fifteen billion dollars in the stock market. <laughs> Holy hell. That's a big hit, brother. Yeah. What? He lost fifteen billion dollars so far this how, year. How many
2: billions did he have in the first place?
0: He's the second richest man in the world, so I'm assuming he's about over a hundred billion. Yeah, so oh, that's nothing. toilet paper to yeah. him. And if, and I wipe my butt. With
2: I wipe my butt with billions.
1: <laughs> 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 it'll be it'll be double what it what it lost tomorrow. So,
0: well, you're probably right. You're probably right. We have to take a break, and we'll be right back. We got a uh, special guest coming up in the next segment with the family. Tom Bernard here with CEO of North American Banking Company, Michael Bilski. Great to have you here, Michael. Always a pleasure to be with you, Tommy. We're rocking out, man. That's all I have to say. Pretty subdued rocking out. You had a lot of instrumentals going on, yeah. Yeah, it was a different version of rocking out. That's all I have to say. Let me know when Jennifer's ready to go, if you would, Andrew. She is. All right. She is now Jennifer Mm -hmm. Boracuevas. Jennifer, how are you? Hi.
3: Thank you for having me.
0: It's a pleasure, no question about it. The one thing I do have to get out of the way because we're going to be talking about Harvey Weinstein is the fact that on Curb Your Enthusiasm, Jeff Garland looks a lot like Harvey Weinstein. <laughs> so they're attacking him like there's no tomorrow on that show. And he's not even the right guy. It's very well, funny. They
1: did an episode of it, of him doing that. They did. Yeah, it was re- it was really funny too, man.
0: <laughs> it was really good. So... Uh, Jennifer the thing that upsets me the most about this Jennifer here is here to talk about Harvey Weinstein taking a Bellevue Hospital with chest pains Uh, yeah so do you think this is all about panic
3: you know look I I've been doing the media tour trying to you know answer this million-dollar question here I do want to say that I haven't examined him however um, the symptoms that Harvey is presenting with could be cardiac or they could actually be th- panic. So I don't really know. However, um, I understand he's on day three of his stay there now at Bellevue. So mm-hmm. I, I, I wouldn't be surprised if he was receiving some psychiatric mm. uh, treatment there.
0: Well he's needed it for a lot longer than just what's going on these days he is a uh, not an attractive man who got a bunch of power and he decided that that's the way he was going to be attractive to people because I'm very very wealthy and to women I'm very powerful and I'll do whatever I want to do i'm I hope he spends the rest of his life in prison forcing him forcing yourself on any other human is disgusting to me
3: yeah it's 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 traumatizing. These women, um, you know, there's a whole aftermath that they live of um, rape trauma. And I'm hoping that the verdict, even though it was the lesser of the the charges, it will start the healing process for them. Yes. Yeah,
0: no question about
1: it. I can tell you what's wrong with him right now, though. He's talking about a guy who's lived the top tier of luxury for the last, what, 30 years, and now he's going to be in a four-by-eight cell, and that's hitting in reality. Mm -hmm. And who's not going to freak out on that?
3: Well, and if I could add, you know, I was saying this yesterday um, uh, on a show that, you know, I do believe that that moment of reckoning that Harvey Weinstein must have had when the verdict was read— Um, probably did bring him to his knees in terms of him realizing that he is never going to live the life that he once lived and that um, he (laughs) might possibly be be behind bars for the rest of his days. So I do see how that could... uh, make him a psychiatric concern, you know, as a ward of the Mm prison now, Um, and and I do believe that um, that's, you know, why he is being treated at Bellevue. Again, I haven't examined him, but I'm sure that moment of reckoning for him brought him to his knees.
0: Now, as we move forward, we're talking to Jennifer Bohr, Cuevas, uh, New York uh, social worker. And understand that uh, I used to live at 20th Street and 2nd Avenue. I love New York. There's no doubt about it. I loved living in Manhattan. It's been a few years now, but I just w- what I'm about to say, I want you to know that I loved living in New York and I love the city. But one thing about being a New York social worker is you're never going to run out of work, Jennifer. <laughs> you're teed up for the rest of time. You
3: know? Right? It's it's so true. It's so true. I do a lot of trauma uh, <laughs> work, and I'm a uh, disaster mental health worker for the Red Cross um, oh, New York, New York, for New York State, and uh, New York State is considered to have uh, some of the most highly trained Red Cross workers because mm. we are one of the states that is at most risk for terrible things happening. So, yeah, it's true. Yeah.
1: I don't know how you do it. Unfortunately. I don't know how you do it. I volunteered <laughs> I volunteered at our local hospital here. We have the number one trauma center in our state, in, in Minneapolis, at HCMC, and I volunteered at the trauma unit. And the mental health people were the biggest thing that I couldn't deal with because you can't reason with them, you can't talk. It's, it's just, I don't know how you do it. But, you know, a lot of the work yep. I do is
3: not with people who are – It's not that I don't always deal with people who um, aren't reality-based. A lot of the work I deal with is um, the people that I deal with are people who are um, in disaster or are in trauma. And one of the most rewarding parts of the work is seeing the resilience that people have. And just when they think they're not going to make it, they do, you know, and, and that's what keeps me going back for more. And and what amazes me the most are the children. You should see mm-hmm. how resilient children are when they are in, in a traumatic situation or a in some sort of disaster. Um, it really is amazing. It's very rewarding work.
0: <laughs> you know, Jennifer, I, I have to tell you thank you because I, I really have a clear understanding of how hard your job really is. I have a very good friend. He spent his entire career as a sociologist, psychologist, psychiatrist, um, and he specialized for many years, and then he finally had to step away. He specialized taking care of families who have lost a little child. I, man, I used to sit with him, Jennifer, and I just go, how do you do this? Every day wow. he would have to go to a family who had just lost a, a one-year-old, three-year-old, a four-year-old. Mm-hmm. You people do amazing work, Jennifer, and I want you to know how much I appreciate that. And the world appreciates uh, it. I couldn't do it. could not. I could not. I'm not tough, enough. I'm not tough like you, Jennifer. Uh,
3: you know, I'll, I'll tell you, I have a, an army behind me. And I'm not embarrassed to say that people who do the work that I do, you need to take care of yourself and you need to stay centered. Mm-hmm. And I'm not ashamed to say that I have my own, you know, therapist that I check in with on a monthly basis just to, you know, keep myself centered because the work is very challenging. And I encourage people oh, yeah. to, to have that person in their lives to speak with. It, it really makes a difference in, in your mental health.
0: I could see it. Jennifer, explain to me how it is that the people in Hollywood and in New York knew what Harvey Weinstein was doing, but because he passed work and money their way, they just ignored it. How can you do that? I could never have ignored it. No way. Meaning, your question is, how
3: could Harvey Weinstein do what he did or how is it he got now,
0: away with it for so long well now how did people know that who these big shot actors knew he was doing that and they did nothing about it cuz they benefited from knowing him
3: you know it look it was a double edged sword um i i believe that people knew that he was a vehicle in which they could that they needed to utilize to to mm-hmm you know, move up into their acting career. Um, and I, I think that, you know, for the, the survivors who were assaulted by him, you know, they, they're they able to compartmentalize the physical assaults and sort of coexist with them and not, yeah. not really deal with it so that Harvey Weinstein wouldn't have ruined their lives. It was the lesser of the evils. So I think this is what the Me Too movement, the momentum in the Me Too movement now is saying that this is not okay. And I do believe that <clears throat> that the law made a, a, a lesson out of Harvey Weinstein um, to show that this is not okay. But sadly, you know, the, the people who are assaulted are able to um, are able to... Sort of coexist with the trauma and and not tell anybody and and even see their, their assaulter on a daily basis. It does happen it is possible, so that's how he got away with it for so long and and now we're I think we're in a new we're in a new time and and I, not that I think Harvey Wein, this is gonna be the last Harvey Weinstein we will ever right right We will ever uh-huh. encounter but I am hoping that people of influence power money may think twice before they think that they're untouchable but
1: you know this happens every day on a lower level in our in our less. You know, wealthier neighborhoods where the somebody of power is doing the same exact thing—multiple yeah. girls a week—but nobody talks about that. But it, it's happening every day,
3: and it's it's highly underreported because it's so hard to prove. And people know. I mean, in, in pop psychology, we know how hard it is to convict somebody of an assault or a rape. You know, due to minimal evidence her word against his, or even his word against hers. Um, You know, and then sort of, you know, the emotion and the facts, teasing out what's emotional testimony, what's factual testimony. These crimes are very hard to uh, ever get a conviction on. And that's why so many people underreport it, because they feel like, well, what's the point in me even putting myself out there to um, challenge it when... There's a good chance that perpetrator may get away with it. And so I, I think that's another lesson that uh, our country learned the other day is that, um, it, it, you know, Harvey Weinstein, people like Harvey Weinstein, um, we are go- the Me Too movement, um, we are going to uh, try to make these crimes uh, increase the rate in which they are convicted. So I think that that is also what, what came to light the other day. But
0: it's, it's, Jennifer, it's very I know.
3: sad.
0: It is very, very sad. I know we only have a few more minutes left, but I do want to ask you, how do men get in their heads? It's okay for me to do this. I, I don't understand. Now, look, I was raised by my mother and my sister, so I was raised by women. So that was, this would never occur to me. But how do men talk themselves in fact I can force myself on any woman out there, that's just the way things are.
3: You know, it's not really that men talk them, or people who perpetrate, you know, sexual assault mm. talk themselves into it. It's more about the personality structure of the person. It's more about mm, okay. their own pathological blueprint. So, again, I you know, preface what I'm gonna say that I haven't Examine Harvey Weinstein, however, right. when I look at his profile, uh, what I see is either somebody who is at the least a malignant narcissist or at the worst a sociopath. So it's really the personality uh, disorder of the person, their pathology, that allows them to cross over the threshold. Uh, and and um, give in to their impulses than somebody without those sorts of mental health um, uh, problems and and I have to tell you i mean I've, I, I've always said this I, I I would almost rather treat somebody who is not reality based because they are there's more um rate of curing those people with medicine and therapy and whatnot Um, but people with personality disorders they cannot be cured Mm -hmm. they cannot be changed so somebody like Harvey Weinstein is somebody with that sort of of mental health profile Uh, and we can't fathom how they are you know how they, they do what they do because because you probably don't have a personality disorder. <laughs> people who Well, can't there you go. Fathen. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's hard for people to wrap their heads around how people get a, how people could do this, but it it really is pathological.
0: Ladies and gentlemen, the story appears in variety.com, uh, Harvey Weinstein Hospital with chest pains. You want to look it up uh, New York social worker Jennifer Bohr Cuevas. Jennifer, thanks so much for your time. It, it just any way that I can help understand why someone would do the things that people do, the better my day is. So thank you for your time today.
3: Thank you for having me. Have a good day. You too. We'll
0: be back a couple minutes with the family. the looking glass andy i just talked to your mother yeah looking is it looking glass yeah, yeah. brandy brandy by looking glass great song um i just talked to your mother uh, about this and i'll ask you guys the same question i asked her and she her response was of course narcissism and i i understand that i just don't know as a as a grown man how you talk yourself into the fact that it's okay for you to rape women because you're so powerful i don't get that I don't at all even and get- she said
1: Narcissism. I don't even get men who are extremely hit on women. Like I don't even get that. Right. Like right. it bothers me. That bothers me. Just that part of it. So, and and guys that talk about women to other guys, like when a girl leaves a room, I just I uh, I don't even know what to say to those people. So, I don't get any of it. It's way out of my realm. but i it does well, I, bother me that a million people there's a million Harvey Weinstein's a day doing right. the same thing that don't that don't have any right. money that nobody's talking about. They only t- you know, he only got charged because he's a rich, fit, powerful guy. but mm-hmm. but there's a million of them
2: well, what's interesting is i, I think when somebody like Harvey Weinstein starts out, it's, oh, you know, oh, well, somebody's willing to sleep with me to get a part. This is mm-hmm. pretty cool. Mm-hmm. But wait a minute. Why aren't all women willing to sleep with me to get a right. part? You right. know, this it, it becomes like a, a thing in their head. It's like, oh, well, well, what's her face gave it up. So everybody should do it. What do you mean saying no to me? As they become more and more powerful and everybody's kissing their ass because they've got money and power. They just start believing that this is their divine right.
1: It, it happens a lot in the drug dealer world. Well, yeah. A lot. Like, a lot. Yeah. Hardcore
3: drug addicts not will do mentally anything to get those drugs. Right. so,
1: but, you know, there's a lot of drug dealers raping girls every yep. day. And,
0: but, mm, absolutely.
2: God. And nobody gives a crap. Nope. Which is sad.
0: I don't get where the joy is of having sex with someone who doesn't want to have sex with you. Well, I don't these, understand that these at all. People aren't
2: doing it for joy; they're just doing it for just a little a fun, mm-hmm. little power trip.
0: I don't get people. So, so it's all about how they're, they're you're so lame, you are so lame. They're know? sick. I guess that must be what it is. It's just mommy was mean to me, or my dad hated me, or something. There's something missing in you, in your heart and in your head to be able to act like. I'm sure
2: you could take a hundred, a bucket full of 100 narcissists and not every narcissist in the bucket is going to be turn out to be a rapist. Right. They might steal people's money or mm-hmm. do something else, you know, but they're not all going to be rapists. It's just, I don't know, there's, like she said, who can figure out what crazy people think?
1: Right, if you have, like she said, or, if you have a personality disorder, it's... It's un- unfixable.
2: Yeah.
0: Yeah. What do you mean, if? In your case, Buster, <laughs> You know what I'm saying. <clears throat> I don't know. It's just so odd to me. I mean, I can't even stand there and watch it with strangers. No. Guys abusing women. I don't even know the woman or the man. I can't. I cannot watch it. That's, can't what, do that's
1: what I said. I can't I, even watching guys hit on girls aggressively. I can't. I can't watch it. Yeah.
2: There was a very popular group of girls when I was in junior high, and they were picking on this young man that had some developmental problems. Oh, that's funny. And I remember telling them, you know, what the hell are you doing? You guys have everything going for you, and you have to spend your day being mean to this guy? Why are you doing this? Why? And it was like, okay, that was it for Catherine's popularity.
0: (laughs) That hasn't you took changed the funds today either. Kids no. do get no no,
2: no, no.
0: no. I just I don't understand the upside. Of One thing I and I've talked about this on the air before. I was very very happy and very proud of the people that I hung up hung out with in, in grade school and high school and all that. My friends would never have allowed someone to act like that in our group if they saw somebody on the street picking on a, a girl or a woman or a little kid. They weren't picking on them for long, I'll tell you that. My friends were really good about defending people who couldn't defend themselves. Well,
2: I don't even know if you can. Can you help anybody on the street now? <laughs> Probably
0: not anymore, yeah. I mean,
2: you know, you've got to think that the crazy, the perpetrator's got a knife or a gun or, you know, has a, has a great social... F- Media following, so yeah. they'll ruin your life. On, yeah. <laughs> on Twitter. I, it's just sad.
1: Yep, it the is. The whole thing
0: is. You yeah. know, we've gotten to the point now, too. Catherine and I went for a walk last night, and we're walking Judy, you know, walking the dog. Judith. And there are these people walking in front of us. All of a sudden, this guy holding a gallon plastic jug of some kind of red liquid comes screaming at the people in front of us. F you, you effing! Just screaming at him. what anybody called him salt and pepper or something?
2: Yeah, he was that—I don't know—a middle-aged guy walking with his family, and he, they were walking a dog. He called him a salt and pepper mf'er. Right. I mean, from across the street. I mean, he just was like r- walking down the street, just ranting and raving. What kind of drug is that?
0: Yeah, what could is it? Calling the everybody. The, drug everybody
1: the, the big Yeah, it could be on bath salts think. or something. Or yeah.
2: He seemed r- like super crazy high.
0: Oh, God, he did. Hmm. No doubt just about it. Just running
2: around just in this, this angry this look was, on his this face.
1: east of Dixie?
0: Uh, yes. Really? One, b- one block. Oh, one that's block. why, yeah. Oh. Yeah. <laughs>
1: yeah. Yeah. Yeah,
0: you get close oh, to Dixie. You yeah, you yeah. <laughs> know. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Oh, we're too close to Dixie. Yeah. <laughs> No, it was... One of the things that was great, because it was a what, like a Spanish uh, family in front of us, right? Yeah, I think or, so. Some, some kind of Spanish family or whatever. And the young kid, it was in pretty good shape, I will tell you that. The young guy looks at Catherine and goes... Yeah, I could have taken him out, but I figured why?
2: Yeah, I said, I said, welcome to Palm Bi- West Palm Beach.
1: You know, you know, I remember when it wasn't like that. Dixie wasn't that way in that area. Yeah. Dixie always had spots yeah. that were bad, like up in Northwood area. Dixie was always bad. right, but down, down, you know, down that way. I remember when it wasn't bad, and when the crack craze came through. In the 80s, mm-hmm. literally, I'm not kidding you, about you watched it every day, another block would be boarded up on Dixie. And it was lawyers, doctors, everybody got addicted to crack in, in South Florida in the 80s. It's just, it came through the, like the flu. And God. It, it wiped it out. And it never recovered. It never did, ever. It's still parts of Dixie that never came back.
2: Yeah, I, right. I just don't understand why people can't just, you know, just, like Nancy Reagan says, just say no to Just drugs. Say no. Yeah, Why drug are they doing did, all these drugs? That Why? Drug and,
1: and now opiates really did severe damage.
2: Yes, to it's the entire true. country.
1: Yes.
0: It is absolutely damage. true. So Yes. Well, and the other thing, let's not forget, that we don't allow enfor- law enforcement to do their jobs anymore.
1: <laughs> Speaking of that, St. Paul Speaking just, of that. St. Paul just <laughs> passed the thing. I don't know if you've seen this. They have 12 new crimes now that you're not, you can't call 911 about. And you probably oh, Jesus. Them. Actually, I have oh, a list God. on my phone. Oh, God. Uh, oh, 12 God. crimes that you have to only report online. And here they are damage to property, fraud and forgery, oh, harassing phone calls, illegal dumping, lost of lost property, theft, including car theft, robbery where force of threat was used. you have to re- all, and theft of auto or theft from auto all had to be, be reported online only. And you have. Why? Because they don't, they say they don't, they they had so many 911 calls unresponded to last year because they have cops going to these 911 calls that they can't do anything to. So if someone stole your car, and this is what I I listened to the the city guy talk, he said, if someone steals your car and a cop comes out to your house, what's he going to look at? Nothing's there. There's no right. car to look at. There's nothing to, what's he gonna do? You know, they actually and they said they actually said barbecue grill. If somebody stole your barbecue grill, what are they gonna do? There's nothing that's to fingerprint. Mm-hmm. Even though they won't fingerprint it anyway. Nancy had ten thousand dollars worth of camera gear stolen out of her car. They broke into right. it. They didn't fingerprint her car. They didn't do anything. They just All right, What happens if
2: I'm done? If I'm illegally dumping a body, will they take that?
0: <laughs> yeah, can you call <laughs> in call? that? Call no, yeah, that in? Is that something online. they would take? Online. Ah, okay. only. <laughs> and <laughs> All that
1: right. means listen, that means you have to ha- and you have to have a valid email address. So that means you have to have a computer. You have to have so they're they're assuming everyone has an email and a computer. Yeah. They are. So what is if you don't have a computer? What if you don't have a smartphone? Yeah, that's right. Exactly. What happens if you don't? Most elderly people don't, and a lot of maybe people... a slip
2: a slip a note under their door.
1: <laughs> yeah, there know. you go. There and you and go. I'm sure Minneapolis will follow within weeks. Oh
0: yeah. Oh, that's unbelievable. I, I just, I when are we going to learn? You need law enforcement to protect the rest <laughs> like of I us. Said,
2: I just want to know where all of this money's going. We just keep paying more and more property taxes, more and more income taxes, more and more and more oh, and more, more taxes, taxes, it. taxes, and we and we and we're getting less and less and less services. I well, just, we, where's it going? We
1: have this big, this huge surplus in Minnesota. Huge. It's massive. Yeah.
2: So why can't we afford some protection? No. Well,
1: it's it's a it's a way to get noticed by a national platform.
0: Oh, so that's what it's all about. That's what it's all about. One hundred percent. So I can get a bigger job than the one I have now. Yes. You can't record. You can't report your crime.
1: Yes, that's all it's about. It's one hundred. Uh, that would be narcissism. 100%. It's that's exactly what it is. one hundred percent. That's what Jacob Fry. That's what they're all. They're all just trying to get noticed by the national platform, so they can get a better job.
0: It's just unbelievable. So they're using us. People are being harmed because they want a bigger job. One hundred percent. It's just disgusting. Uh, how do you live with yourself, you disgusting little punk?
2: They're telling themselves that they're doing the right thing. Mm.
0: Is uh, is Melvin Carter as, as little as Jacob Fry? He's a little guy too, isn't he?
1: Yeah, they're b- about the same.
0: Maybe, and again, he, he i got, got nothing against little taller. guys. I, don't, I got nothing against little guys. It's got nothing to do with it. I, got, I have a friend that's five feet tall, and he's a great guy. That's not what I'm talking about. But some guys who are that little... They can't stand it and they will do anything to get power anything well
1: I You've noticed I, that ja- haven't you? I know I was friends with Jacob Fry before he was mayor and right I know Jacob Jacob's dangerous person he, he's he can really do a lot of harm to the city of Minneapolis and people always say oh you got sour grapes because he, he won I'm like I have no sour grapes I've known him for a long time I, and he's a elect- like, mm-hmm. he's elect- right, but he's, he knows exactly what he's doing. And he's only doing the things he's doing to get noticed by the National Democratic Platform, because he wants to move up. He moved here from the D.C. area just to run. I mean, his mm-hmm. wife's a lobbyist. Yep. He's an attorney. It's all written in stone.
0: And he knew he could talk people into voting for him here, because that's what the, that party does in Minnesota. Yep. I don't know I would I like it a lot more well, and by the way, when that guy was screaming at the people in front of us, and you know and i mean he he was acting like he was very angry, and about to get really violent, and the security people stood there and watched him do it because they can't do anything about it. I mean, what is that,
1: yeah? I don't, it didn't used to be that way. I remember, I remember the time, especially right where you guys are. I lived right in the same area. If you've seen a car that you didn't recognize come down the street, you used to be have a call and say, hey, there's a suspicious yeah. car driving around, and they'd be out there in two seconds. Mm-hmm.
2: You can still do that in Wyzetta. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, there you go. You can still do it in Wyzetta. You can still do it, it. in Palm fun. Beach, too. Oh, yeah. oh yeah. Bobby, yeah, on the I'm island
1: sure. for sure. Yeah, because yeah, sure, you know, when I lived on, the on the Jungle, I could call and they, I'd say it's, there's a suspicious car driving down the street. They'd be out there in two seconds.
0: Well, that's how it should be. You know, we, here's the thing that I don't like about making these calls is I pay my taxes. I would like something for my money if you don't mind. Well, you're, you might get
1: less and less every year. Yeah, Yeah, it's going to be
0: every year. I don't know what to tell you. All I do know is that we got to take a break here and then we'll come back with hour two. Got another great guest coming up in the second hour. Mm -hmm. We will be back in just a few minutes with the family.